it's like things are moving so fast. It's like everybody is just thinking about like, yo, what can I do to get mine now too? You know, so not like every, it's hard to be thinking like, all right, but am I, what I'm doing right now, how's that going to affect me later on and all that? Nobody cares because it's like, yo, I want the now, 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 you know? Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Hey, you just got a water right now, but you know if you want something a little Maybe bit later, let me know. Later. I can't cheer you right now, so... Whatever, I'll toast it. Nah, I'll toast with some water. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll toast with some water. Drink's a drink. Water's highly, highly underrated. It's important. You ever feeling sick or feeling fucked up? The first thing I always tell people, drink some water. You feel me? And then let me know how you're feeling in a half hour. That's me? some grown-up shit right there. So I'm sitting here today with somebody that I just met literally three and a half minutes ago downstairs <laughs> in the lobby. Make some noise to my new friend, Nam. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> We got a little bit of a studio audience today. They can't hear the sound effects, so they don't know what's going on. They're just looking at me like I'm a crazy person. But, you know, let's just chill. Let's do it. Let's do it up. So for everyone out there that doesn't know who you are, why don't you tell the people who you are, what you do, and why we're here today? Uh, shit. My name, Nam. You know what I'm saying? I make beautiful music. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. We're here to talk about that today. Word, word, word. So I know that, you know, for anybody that's curious, Nam is a hip-hop rap artist you yeah. defi- like a little bit of everything. that's always so funny you know what everything. i mean like i come from a time when like it was there was like a difference between like what was hip-hop and what was rap but mm-hmm. now it's like all the same and a lot of the shit no. that kids call rap nowadays doesn't sound like rap to me at all it's like I mean, r&b it's weird it's like i mean everything's gonna progress you feel me yeah definitely so like and like in today's world it's like people are so talented like people are mixing just a little bit of everything into their music because like you you're thinking about it you we we're, it's so easy to get information and to like listen to we have itunes literally anything you want to listen to oh, is yeah. under you feel me so it's like people's influences is growing like what people are listening to and like what they're making is reflecting that type yeah it's like everybody has an encyclopedia on them 24 mm-hmm. hours a Legit. day to just like dig in and listen to stuff it's super cool and music's gonna change throughout time especially you get a lot of people old heads that want to knock on like newer hip-hop mm-hmm. and styles of music it's like this genre like this the genre is half a century old maybe the test of time music's like you know thousands of years old I mean, so how are you gonna say like you know I I what it's like supposed if to people be like if people like it you can't really you know what i'm saying like, exactly you can't say you know what i'm saying people like it <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? All you can say is I don't like it. You know, yeah. but like if people like it, people like it. Yeah, so. you don't you don't gotta like it, but to like put your feelings out there onto people, especially young people, like some young person's gonna give a fuck what your old ass has to say. No, nah, that's opinions, a fact. You know what I mean? So let's start at the start with you. How long well when did you get into making the music that you're making now with the name Nam? Uh shit. I always I always made music because my dad's a huge music hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like huge. Like I'm talking his shit. Does he play it all or is he just into it? Uh, nah, he he just listens. Yeah. You know, gotcha. and like it's such a wide like variety. Like you grow up and you could be listening to like Bach or Wagner one day. And then like next day it's like Cat Stevens. You know what I'm saying? Like Black Sabbath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for real, for real. Cause like, because like one thing he actually really didn't listen to a lot was hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But like me personally, I fell in love with that. It was actually Lil Wayne. Like I was like, 
I don't even I don't even know how old I was like probably like maybe seven eight I heard uh fireman and I was like yo what is this you know what I'm saying and like ever since then like I just tapped into like a whole new world you know what I'm saying understood and then like little by little like you know I used to like always write and then like I got into other things you know what I'm saying yeah and then at one point life yeah basically <laughs> and then at one point I was just like yo I gotta like this is what I want to do no doubt. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Where'd you grow up at? Uh, I was born in West Africa, Togo. Yeah. And we moved to New York first when we came to America. And then from New York, we were in Rhode Island for a little bit. Then we came to Pittsburgh. How old were you when you moved to America? I was five. Okay. Yeah, I was pretty young. So that mean that kind of makes sense with your dad maybe not being into a whole lot of hip hop because, mm-hmm. you know, not coming from America where it blew up. I imagine mm-hmm. it was just like this outsider thing for kids and your dad mm-hmm. was probably just like, oh, this is not, not yeah. for me. And, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he was dealing with like life too. So, like, yeah. you know, so yeah. it's like, and you know, back home, like it, it would it, like to get music was hard, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Especially from like over other places. So it's like everything came late, you know? So, yeah. like, by the time he really, like, got to hip-hop, he was already so into everything else. Like, he had his, you know what I'm saying, his bass, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely. It's, like, a almost a privilege to listen to music and find new music when you're mm-hmm. in areas like that. Especially yeah. at that time before the internet. I can't imagine what no, it was, facts, like, trying to get music. Facts, facts, You know, fucking, I have a buddy. His name's Ed, and uh, he actually wrote a book. He's writing a follow-up to it on... Uh, heavy metal in Mm -hmm. africa like he went there and met a bunch of african heavy metal bands and Mm. the whole scene and how it's just like this crazy underground thing because they still have a hard time finding a lot of stuff and like actually building up a scene and building Mm -hmm. up a culture and that style of music but Mm -hmm. it's really really big over there very true but the internet definitely helps with that yeah the internet definitely helps with that yeah you know that's one thing like social media and all that like it definitely it definitely opened like a whole new variety of doors for people you know, that just weren't there before, mm-hmm. you know, because like nowadays, like, well, b- back before it was like, yo, you had to fight scratch claw to find somebody to play your music on the radio. You know, nowadays it's like you just all the you radio. To, yeah. Like <laughs> all you got to do is find a way to shine the light on you. Uh-huh. And then like from there, it's, it's up to what you mean you're putting out. Yeah. But, but like you definitely it's, it's definitely like a, a more level playing field, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it could be it could be hard, though, trying to get people to pay attention to what you're doing when you have, you know, mm-hmm. there's. A lot, a lot more fish in the pond nowadays. I'm always, yeah, that's the, that's I'm the always, downside. I'm know? always joking about like, I miss the days when I used to be walking around and somebody would like hand me a demo CD or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like nobody's walking around yelling that, yelling Spotify links mm-hmm. at me. You know what I mean? It's no, like, <laughs> so it's hard, it's hard to tell like who like really gives a shit. Cause even if like, the music was trash. I always respected people that were out there like mm-hmm. hustling that extra bit. Like, I really want you to hear this and I'm going to put myself out here and mm-hmm. do this embarrassing ass shit, handing out demo CDs to people at the mall. I think it depends too, like what, you know, like kind of like what your long-term goals for things are, Yeah, you know, cause like easy, you can, you control and you know, like, find like shocking ways to get people to look at you because there's a there's because you know there's like because the thing especially with like the way music is blowing up now it's like so many people got a chance to like you know yo i have one one little thing and like it's blown up it went viral you know so like everyone's trying it's almost like hitting the lottery like yo i'm trying to go viral with this you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying so like that's a path you can take or you can take the slow the long hard way you know what i mean of like really practicing honing your craft you know doing those type of things like and it kind of, it shows in the longevity of, of the things like because as fast as things go things I mean as fast as things come things go too yeah you know 
Yeah, so. it's a very, very quick revolving door these mm-hmm. days, especially in you know youth-driven music like hip-hop. So let's talk about where we are right now, which we are sitting in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You are a Pittsburgh artist mm-hmm. now. Yes, sir. And you've been <laughs> dropping a whole lot of projects over the past couple of years. You're definitely keeping yourself busy. Mm-hmm. So let's take some time to reflect over the past couple of years being an artist in Pittsburgh. What has it been like for you? And what do you think some of the problems with Pittsburgh hip hop are? Because it's been this thing where, I mean, I rap. I've been rapping for 10 years and mm-hmm. I'm just meeting you now. Mm-hmm. But we live in the same fucking city. So like there's like all this weird stuff where it's like there's so many people that do this shit and nobody knows each other. Um part of the reason why I do the show. <laughs> I say so like for example, right? Music music wise, so I've been writing for like man, a long time. You know, I took I started taking music seriously probably about like 4 or 5 years ago. Yeah. You know, but I released my first like project at the top of 2019 you know and then i released like the second one in at at, in may yeah but like you've been doing a lot of behind the scenes and you're just kind of now getting out there yeah because i mean i look at it like you know it's like anything else like you want to like if you because like i said it comes back to like what your goals are you know like because even me like i want to be the best rapper you feel what I'm saying? So like my attack and my approach is I'm definitely I'm going to be in the dojo. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. practice my craft. I'm going to really like hone in and train my skills before. You know what I mean? I go and just start. It's about, you know, I feel you. So like. When when I when I did start dropping, though, like the the reception is nice. You know what I mean? But in Pittsburgh, it's like. One, we don't have a huge we have a huge amount of creatives, but we don't have a lot of creative hubs type of thing. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, for example, if you go to cities like DC, Atlanta, even places like New York, like there's always constant things going outside of just like the wake up, go to work, come home, wake and come, go wherever, South Side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the regular, you know, people live in like they have they have there's a lot of extracurricular things to do you feel me and even just the the way you grow up like you grow up thinking more out of the box because in pittsburgh you know you grow up in pittsburgh you literally grow up with the like yo you're gonna grow up you're gonna have this job you're gonna go to school you're gonna you know what i'm saying like there, there's not too much belief in like oh you can be an entertainer you could be a this you could be a that it happens for sure you know what i mean but like it's not as uh believed as it is in other places i would say and like because of that, like I feel like we suffer because no one has real like places to, you know, really convene, like you know, and really like. And not only that, but like for us to be such a small city, there's also a lot of like people like to stick within their their circles in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know, like so you you get a lot of people that like he's really good, and all the people around him love him he's really good all the people around him love him but they don't really like they're not really even trying to hear what this person's saying or what this person's saying yeah you know what i mean yeah i think that there's a a severe lack in communication and collaboration in the city and i think another thing too is there's just a lack of spaces that want to even have shows that too there's a lack of promoters that aren't fucking scumbags Mm -hmm. and uh that's 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 the downfall right there. Nobody wants to have a show because all the promoters are scumbags. But like, 
I don't want to fucking promote shows. I want to play shows. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not a fucking promoter. No, nah, I feel you. I feel you. So it's hard finding people that like just want to promote shows and not fucking rip artists off. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to put together some showcase for some bullshit record label or something. Nah, for sure. <laughs> and yeah, that, like, you know what you know, I mean? Like, a, like, I've been through it. I'm over it. But it's like, and it's one of them things. That's why, like, even like, you, if you remember, like, for real, for real, like, Wiz had to leave Pittsburgh to, to blow up. You know, like, sure. Like yeah. Wiz was, people were listening to Wiz, of course, but like for him to get that, that where he's at now, like he kind of, he wasn't getting that same amount of love that he's getting now oh, yeah. at same, the beginning. Same thing with Mac Miller. Know? And then there's even, um, there's a band from Pittsburgh called Code Orange. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're really, really popular in the metal world. Mm-hmm. And they're from here and they're one of the biggest bands on the fucking planet right now in that scene. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't have happened if they wouldn't have got outside the city and just fucking mm-hmm. tore their asses off. Mm-hmm. that was it but i mean i think like we're getting better we're definitely getting a lot better even just like people working together like which i'm gonna call it you can definitely tell like the energy is a lot different like people are more open to you know like doing features with people and just working with different people that like before it would have been a no-go you know? yeah yeah yeah. i think that <laughs> there's just a new generation of people that are starting to come in that are really really hungry for this and they're starting to make it happen for mm-hmm. a while there just wasn't nothing going on but now i think uh, I don't know. I think the one of the positives of social media mm-hmm. is that it's made everybody think a lot more business minded. Mm-hmm. So now Very people true. are starting to think about numbers and money and getting people to things and events and actually bringing that social media success into the real world. So you're starting to see more people that are creating like these little collectives and doing pop up events and things mm-hmm. like that. It is getting better because personally, I think like the end goal is that everyone's eventually going to be their own brand. You know what I mean? Like everyone's going to walk around as their own brand. Yeah. And then like whatever you can bring to the table, you're going to, you know what I mean? Because like, I feel like eventually everything's going to be like autonomous. So like, you're not going to need too much people to do things for you. You can hire, you know what I mean? Robots. Yeah. You feel me? Like, especially the like low level, low level jobs. Like those are going, there was out the window. Sure. You know? So no, 1000%. With you and moving forward now, you had mentioned to me before we started that you're going to be dropping a podcast or not a podcast. I'm <laughs> dropping a podcast. You're dropping a project yeah. in uh, February, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk a bit about that. Uh, yeah. So I dropped Heatwave this summer. Yeah. You know, and that's what that was with my brother B. Yeah, I mean, my engineer. That's, that's my fucking, that's my dog. <laughs> and, so it that was received real good, you know, and we we got to follow it up, you know. So we were coming back with Bubble Coast season. It's gonna be a little shorter, you know, in, in terms of like Heat Wave had like ten songs. Bubble Coast season probably gonna have like half the amount of songs. Doesn't it feel wild that it's like bold as fuck to try to release ten songs at once these days? Yeah, but at the same time too, it's like because there's there's so many like. People are like nowadays people are making so many rules for things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That like, for example, like nowadays people like literally with labels tell you like, yo, don't make a, don't make a song longer than like two 30. We don't. Oh hear. yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I get it. There's that, no more bridges. You yeah, got first course, yeah. first course. That's it. Cause I, and, and I get it. Cause you know, like some people, some people look at the numbers, you know what I'm saying? And that's like, that's all they care about is the numbers. You feel what I'm saying? So, well, what yeah, I think that's because these numbers, radio stations and DJs get played to pay songs. So mm-hmm. if the songs are shorter, they can play more songs and they make more money. 
That's true too. It's a That's racket. actually very true. I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> it's a know? racket, dude. Because like everyone call everyone everyone says it's the attention span of people, attention span, attention span. But I'm the, like they're making I mean, people's attention span. In reality, if something's good, if something's really good, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like people are not just gonna be like, oh, two minutes. All right. I'm Wasn't out. that last Avengers movie three and a half fucking hours? Hell yeah. I watched every <laughs> people don't have short attention spans. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Like I, people just, have the attention span for whatever you're gonna give them. If your shit's good, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have a song that can only keep people's attention for a minute and a half, then you got a whack song. <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's a fact. Like, that's a fact. Um, I wanted to talk about this project that you're dropping and everything that you've been doing. You mentioned, you know, working with a, a producer and I wanted to talk about the importance of teams. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned before building a brand, becoming a brand, things like that. What has building a team been like for you? Uh, Is it something see, you've been trying to do? I feel like I was like super blessed. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Cause like my team are we're like, we're literally a family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And trust, tr- like trusting and knowing that like, yo, the next man next to you literally wants the absolute best for you is like, it does something, it does something for you. One on a confidence level for when you do things that like you can't, you can't recreate. You know, like when you just say like, you know, you just hire people off of yo a resume, for example, you know what I mean? For, for something like this, then it's like, yeah, you might be able to build that bond eventually, but like you don't want to look over, you don't have to look over anyone's shoulder for anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even, even just people that like when, when the way we're built is that like, because they're family, you know, like my dad has a, a whatchamacallit. A quote he says no man is profit at home so like you know because we're family like no one's special you know what i'm saying like yo they'll you tell you about yourself you know and you need that like because it's easy to get one uh a big head you know what i mean and it's easy to also tell yourself that you know to doubt yourself and they also be there to you know what I mean pick you back up you feel me so like it's that de- it's definitely a like a necessity to have a good team that you could trust you know yeah that's probably the best answer anyone's ever fucking given me for that question. <laughs> just saying. <so you> know. <laughs> no, because even if it's, it's, it is just more about like, you know, with being a, a solo performer, it's like there's this interesting dynamic that you don't have versus like somebody that's a band. Like say like you got a band of five or six people and they're, they're all got each other's backs. But like whenever you're a solo artist, it's real easy sometimes they get stuck in your head and to have those other people that are able to like and we're push you like, or pull you in the right direction is so so important we all we all what you call it like for example in within our family like five or six of us are artists ourselves are, are artists you know what i'm saying so it's like you're not you're not the only artist you feel it's, it's almost like just being in the family you know what i mean like you have brothers and sisters like hey this is your brother and this is your sisters too you know they need exactly what you need yeah you feel what i'm saying so like it just keeps everyone working and, and we're working towards a, when you're working towards a common goal you know what i mean it's like you you can't you can't cheat because you're cheating yourself you know what i mean absolutely with building a brand we've been talking about music recording music dropping projects one thing that i've noticed that you have online is a good bit of visuals you've been good about putting out videos and things like that so what is the importance of visuals to you when Um, it comes to building this brand i think visuals allow people to form form like a full picture yeah you know Cause like when you, for example, just listen. When you listen to an artist, you have your your base uh, fantasy of okay, this is what this person, this is what I imagine this person to be. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then once you get to see the visuals, it does one of two things. Either it confirms the, you know, the visual that they have in their head or it changes, you know, to whatever, whatever you're, you're, you're presenting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's important that like you're presenting you're really presenting what you want. You know what I mean? That's why, like, you have to kind of know which. That's why I took. T- you got to take time because you got to know what you want before <laughs> yeah. you present it. You know, because like once you once you start presenting things and you're not you're unsure or things like that, then like you start to contradict yourself without even knowing. You know, absolutely. So like, I definitely think visuals are important to just like to to allow to, to allow people to get the full picture. You know what I mean of what you're trying to to represent. It almost feels like nowadays that it's more important than dropping the project itself in a weird way to me yeah i don't know why yeah the full i mean because because the full around like the full around image is kind of like what sells yeah i think you too, know with when you're talking about particularly uh rap and the hip-hop i mean you know part of your part of your brand is being a part of the culture and i think mm-hmm. people want to see like how you are a part of this culture they mm-hmm. probably want to know like more what about bringing? like what you're wearing yeah. who you're hanging around what what neighborhood are you in what's it like people want to see all that shit they want to know about your life and what better way to show them than to be able to present it visually and no, really like facts. paint a picture of the track mm-hmm. and that's not always so important in other styles of music which is one thing i think is really interesting about rap and hip-hop one thousand, because I think like ex- like you just said, like the culture, like the culture of it is the most appealing part, you know. Because there's a million and, and five rappers in the world, you know <laughs> exactly. What I mean? One million and, there, and five. There's like a good, you know, <laughs> I mean, five hundred thousand that are really good. Yeah, you know sure, what I'm that's a but lot. Like, yeah, you got. It just comes down to like you know what what's different about you. Like what what are you bringing that's different? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people love the entirety of it like the culture like like you said like what are you buying like what are you doing you know what i'm saying who you dating like yeah. people love the entirety of it so what, you, what the fuck is so special you about know? you mm-hmm. <laughs> right. that's why when like some artists like for example like a kendrick lamar who's more like private you know what i'm saying like he like his fans starve to see like a glimpse of him you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like it's how you want to play the game really like yeah you know with you and back to the songwriting, let's let's dig into um, you know, topics, song topics, mm-hmm. lyrical motivations and things like that. You know, like what what are you trying to do? What do you think makes you a little bit different right now coming into 2020? So I used to write like, you know, like on the phone, you know what I mean? Like write out bars, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I used to focus a lot on like, yo, this gotta be like fucking crazy like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. it got you gotta listen to it like six times to understand what it means you know what i'm saying but then like i took a that that's the competitive side of me you feel what i'm saying but like i took a step back and really started to like because i like even right now i don't i don't necessarily like write anymore you know i, I punch in that's how i record and like i i just took a second to really fill out like what are you what the, what did i like about music you know and like what I liked about music, sometimes it's not even necessarily the lyric, but how the lyric is said. You know what I mean? And like the emotion in the music. The vibe, yeah. You feel me? So yeah. like I changed, I really changed into focusing on just like, like not too much thinking, uh, oh, this song is going to be about this. It's going to represent this. It's going to, you know what I'm saying? But more so like, okay, what am I feeling right now? You know what I mean? Okay, then, how can I represent that emotion? See what the song way? becomes. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, because, you know, I think a lot of thing, one thing that a lot of 
musicians tend to forget is that when they're making a song, they're basically opening up a dialogue. They're starting mm-hmm. a conversation between them and the listener. Mm-hmm. And you ever have somebody just walk up to you and start talking about some shit and you have no idea what they're talking about? You walk away from them. You're like, get me the fuck mm. away from this. Exactly. So if you open up a conversation through song with somebody and nobody knows what the fuck you're trying to say, mm-hmm. they're going to turn it off. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to connect with them through stuff that's like simple, easy to get, but still good. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can mm-hmm. be simple, but still technical, but on a different level because like regardless of like your syllable count and how crazy you want to get with metaphors and all that literary stuff. Mm -hmm. I still think it's a lot more technical to actually communicate with somebody and connect with them on like a deep level that they want to listen to your shit over and over again. It's harder to do that than it is to write some like literary fucking Mm -hmm. thing about nothing when it comes to writing shit. And there's a place for everything, like, cause you know, like for example, if you're in a a, a battle rap, you can't come into a battle rap talking about, you know what I mean, you can't you can't come. <laughs> it's a singing, different thing, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. so it's like there's different there's different places for different things, like, and even certain songs, like like you said, it depends on what you're trying to like convey with the song. If you're trying to give people that old like you know what I'm saying, rap you know feel vibe, then you're probably not going to use as many melodies and things like that, you know. Yeah. So it's like. It, it really, like I said, because that, that's some days I'm like that too. Like there's some days on songs I'm just like, yo, I just want to rap. Like I just want to rap today. It's good to flex that muscle and keep <laughs> working on it. You yeah. know, like, you know, because I mean, it's just fun. That's the at, other at thing the too. Day, it's like sometimes like doing that like technical stuff. It's just fun to push yourself and challenge yourself uh, in that way. Just, that's what I love. To keep I your chops up. The most about like rap, like music, music in itself is just like, it's a puzzle. You know, at, like at the end of the day, it's a puzzle, like finding your pockets, you know, finding your melodies, like how you arrange it, how you bring it together. It's like one big ass like puzzle, you know? Yeah. So it's like. And as much as people try to tell you, you got to do this, you got to do that. There's no one thing that works for everybody. So you just got to find your own way. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. And I think that it, the most important thing is to find your own way by being yourself and doing your own thing. I always talk about, uh, you know, some people that are obvious, they do copycat shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like after old town road came out, like <laughs> how many fucking, you know, people nah, start facts. rapping with cowboy hats on, you know what nah, I mean? Facts. It's like, why would you want to get popular for not even being yourself? Now you got to keep and this you up for the rest of your that. life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you got to sustain. That's what that's the that's the same thing with like trolling is that like you got to sustain that. You know, <laughs> like if that's your method of bringing attention, then like you understand like you have to sustain that. Uh huh. Because you know? pe- like you can't just troll today and think people are going to pay attention tomorrow when you're not trolling because they're going to be like, yo, where's the troll at? Like, all right, dish this. Yeah, like, it, it's so weird. I feel like a lot of the time you see that trolling in like younger people that you could just tell they just haven't lived a life yet. They're not thinking long term, you know, like, like it's like, I don't know. You go back to like something ridiculous, like whenever all that dumb shit with uh, Takashi Six Nine happened. It's just like, how long do you think this was gonna last, dude? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what do you think is gonna happen? It's just crazy to me. Like all that shit happened in like less than a year, and then just it's a wrap. Yeah, because I mean, you got like, it's hard to. It's hard to think long term when everything's happening so fast. That's very true. That's you very know? true. I've never been in that position. So like, what the fuck? You know, how so, do I know. And even even just like in the world, like everything in the world is like really think about 2010 to now. You know what I mean? Like we exponentially like every year something like amazing is happening. You know what I mean? Like we have Tesla's. 
we didn't have Teslas. I mean, we might have, but I didn't know about Tesla. <laughs> I don't think we did. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so yeah. like, it's like things are moving so fast. It's like everybody is just thinking about like, yo, what can I do to get mine now too? You know, so not like every, it's hard to be thinking like, all right, but am I, what I'm doing right now, how's that going to affect me later on and all that? Nobody cares because it's like, yo, I want the now, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's probably one of the negative side effects maybe of social media culture. It's not yeah. really about the long-term goal. You're just thinking about like what I got to do to get these views now. And then I got to keep it up just mm-hmm. to keep the, keep the views coming over and over again. So, you know, when it comes to like your current goals mm-hmm. right now, you got this project that's going to drop in February pretty soon from when this airs. So once the project drops, you know, what's next? You know, uh, you thinking about playing any shows, you doing any out of town stuff, you shopping around to management, you want to stay independent. I know that's a lot of questions in no, one, no, but no, like no. there are things to think about. Um, so right now, like immediate goal, of course, is just like expanding my reach, you know, and my dog, Mikey, like he, he helps. He helps. He's like, you know what I mean? That's my dog, you know, yeah. and he helps a lot with that, you know, just hitting people up, seeing, you know, can, can he perform here? You know what I mean? Things like that. So like, and we're going even harder at that in 2020, you know, like we literally just like kind of really decided to join forces. Like, you know what I mean? Not too, too long ago, probably like a couple months, you know, but like, I feel like now we're, you know, getting in the role of things together, like how to, how to work together with each other, you know? That's awesome. What has playing shows been like for you? I don't know how many how many shows you've played at this uh, point. I've done a few. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's interesting, like, because different crowds like have... Like, where... Like, I guess I think it also depends probably, too, like, where you're playing and, like, venues and yeah, things like that. Like, you know, like, because different crowds have, you know, different, different types different, of crowds have <laughs> different reactions, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like... So, you know, some some cities like they're really used to being like rowdy, you know, so like mm-hmm. just more rowdy. Some some cities is, you know, a bit more quiet, you know, so like it'd be depending like kind of. What I have you a at. feeling you prefer the rowdy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Get rowdy, you know. Yeah, it's weird, uh, especially with the type of music that you do to, to be in a room full of people that are just standing there. It's like, why do you even leave the house? <laughs> I'm glad you're here, but like. No, nah, facts. But I mean, it's too like, you know, when you're a new artist, like it's the first time they're hearing you too. Yeah, like, so they, they can't like, yeah. they can't like sing along all like that because they don't really, you know, know the words. So it's like, you kind of just have to give them that like, okay, I like this. Like, I'm gonna go check what this is later, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you give them that, then like you're succeeding, you know? So like, it might look like they're dead, but like in reality, <laughs> they're just really paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing too. I like, I sometimes... When I'm performing, I will look out into the crowd and it may not be as rowdy as one may hope. Mm-hmm. But then I think about anytime I'm at a show, I'm never the type of person to get rowdy. I'm just standing in the corner with a drink, like watching the people on stage, like, mm-hmm. you know, just taking mental notes, seeing like, what do I like that they're doing? What mm-hmm. do I not like that they're doing? You know, like becoming a performer has made me like engage with everything different. I can't listen to music in the same way. I can't watch performances in the same way. It's like, I'm just always like, it's like everything's become homework and research. <laughs> nah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's a, like, I still enjoy it. Yeah. But it's just, it's a different thing. It's a, it's a job nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's definitely a job. Cause like at the end of the day, it's just a fun one. But like at the end of the day, you still have to like, you got to do your research. You got, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
you, you can't just jump in it blind and wing it. Like, you know what I mean? Or you mean it's just not, I mean, it might, who knows, but like, that's a big risk. Like, yeah. you know, uh, if it means some I people, like calculated bets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people might have a, a natural, a natural <laughs> thing. They're prodigies, right? That those people do exist. Not for sure. Yeah. But even them, Lil like, Wayne, back to that. Yeah. But even, even <laughs> them, it's like, you know, you, you still want to come in with a sense of knowing, you know what I mean? Or like people are, you know, cause like at the end of the day, you could be as talented as you want, you know what I mean? And you won't end up with a scent, you know? So yeah, there, like, there's a lot more that goes into it outside of the outside of the song. Because, I mean, there's a lot of people that make some of the best shit on the planet that don't have a dime. And a lot of people that make hot garbage that have millions. So there's just like this weird line that gets... Uh, I mean... This weird thing that gets drawn. But also like... One person's trash is another person's treasure. You know what I you mean? Know? Something that I think is garbage, somebody's going to love. So nah, that's just facts. And it just comes down to like, at the end of the day, there's always a, a little bit of, you know, luck involved. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. even it's just like athletes. Like I know hella niggas that's like crazy unreal. You know what I mean? But it's like they just didn't get that luck. You know yeah. what I mean? That one person to see them that or give them that chance. So it's like there's always that little bit of factor of luck in it too. Yeah. I mean, know? I've maybe you can relate with this, but like I've know a lot of people, I've been doing rap stuff for a long time and even just music in general, like, you know, really talented MCs, really talented guitar players, people that, you know, all across the board, crazy talented, but they just never take the extra step. They're always just talking shit about like, oh, you know, like whatever, making excuses, whatever, you know, one day. But like, they're nice. Like, they're good at what they do. They just don't have that extra drive. And it's like, fuck, this bums me out. But I guess survival of the fittest. Like, if you're not going to nah, take the opportunity, somebody else is going to. Facts. I mean, it just depends on what you comfortable with. Yeah. You know, like if you're comfortable with comfortable, then like it's going to be hard to motivate yourself to jump out of being comfortable, you know? Like, and if you comfortable with being uncomfortable, then it's hard to, it's hard to not strive for more, uh-huh. you know? So it just comes down to like, what's at the base of you, like to your core, like, what are you like, you know? Yeah. Outside of this, outside of the rap shit. All right. Cause let's be real. Mm-hmm. It's 2020. You got to wear a thousand hats. You can't just be a rapper anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. You got to be able to, you got to be a comedian. You got to be an actor. You got to do this or that. There always just be other things. Is there anything that you've thought about doing outside of hip hop to help take your career oh, to the shit, next they level? They're going to see me in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're going to see me in a movie. <laughs> oh, they definitely going to see me in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I never took no acting classes or no nothing like that. <laughs> but uh, this is too much personality in here to pass. Like, yeah, you know. Hey, I, I like that attitude. So let's say this. Nah, let's say this. If you could be, if you could insert yourself into any movie franchise, what would it be? Hmm. hmm. <laughs> Damn. Oh man, I don't even know. I don't even know. I feel like me and. Man, I don't want to do that you tomorrow. Think you think you're like an action star? You think you're like, like drama, comedy? Nah, like, if anything, horror? man, I might have to be in a movie like Takers or like Bad Boy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, right. Martin, but I feel like uh-huh. me and Will Smith, we'd be great co, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> co-actors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think they, they need to do a Wild Wild West sequel, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, on the flip of that, if you could have a track in any movie franchise like if you could like do like the theme song for any movie franchise 
She is fast and furious. <laughs> Shit. Hey, you might have fast a chance. And furious. It's going. It doesn't seem like they stopped making those fucking movies. There's nah, fast. Twenty five of them. Like, Shit. <laughs> that's a forever. Yeah, you know, I've I don't think I've ever. And seen... And they play all day on TV. That's a forever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen one Fast and the Furious movie. For real? Yeah, I don't know why. Damn, I, I ain't guess... even gonna cap. I know what they're gonna show me, but I go every time. <laughs> I go every time. You uh you into the Star Wars shit at all? Yeah, I love Star Wars. Did you go see the new one? Uh, I haven't been able to. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, because I thought it was done when it was done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm so exactly it's like, it's, the same. It's way. hard to like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm already I was done when it was done. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like a, the the Harry Potter stuff, the Fantastic Beasts and stuff. Like I was done when it was done. Yeah, I feel bad. It's like it's like sometimes like say there could be like a really good artist. That like comes back and they bring their they have their comeback album. It's like I don't care how good their stuff was. It's really hard for me to give a shit that they're ringing out new nah, music. I don't true. know why. It's hard. It's, it's just hard. like it's like I already have this idea in my head of who that person is and what they did, and just like I just want to hear new stuff from nah, new people. I feel that. I feel that. So yeah, the Star Wars thing is just like I tapped out. A yeah, long nah, time I tapped ago. out. <laughs> I tapped out. Episode three was like the last one. I kind of you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But hey, maybe like my daughter, she'll end up liking it and yeah. put me on. It's the thing is like not everything's made for you. So yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta <laughs> you know, me. you can't you I don't hate it though. Like it's not like I hate on yeah. it or anything. Like it's probably really good. Like mm-hmm. it's just I don't know. When it comes to hip hop and the new the new wave, I mean it's always changing. You know, how do you feel about the current landscape of modern hip hop? I mean, obviously you're a part of it, but even I love with, it. Like even listening to your music, it's not like one hundred percent. Like you feel like you have your own thing. Like there's still like I could tell that like you've been listening to this this style of music for a while and working with producers who have for a while because yeah. it is like a there's like a more mature element to your stuff versus like some other things that I've heard that are more modern. No, nah, I love it because I think like in today's landscape, like it's harder in different ways, you know, because like you you it's hard to kind of just like rap today you know what i'm saying and think you know what i'm saying like you have to be able to rap sing dr- drop a little bit of you know what i'm saying <laughs> be in to, a movie with will yeah. smith yeah. <laughs> like you, you, got, you got you got like you know what i'm saying there's uh-huh. like it's a whole collective of things that you have to be able to do yeah you know and even just like the cadences being used in like rap today like it, you can't you, like it's hard to just wake up being able to do that you know what i mean so i think it's a little bit it's a little bit harder like in in today's world to like you know what i'm saying really like make music to compete you know with the music that's out there you know yeah so, but i love it like because i like i said it's, it's it, i have a com- competitive love for it too you know because like i said i want to be the best rapper so it's like you gotta love when you know what i'm saying like this is this is a it's not an easy thing to do you know that yeah. feeds the ego a little bit too yeah i mean it's with any relationship i think it's important for you to be able to learn how to love yourself and show that love to other people before they're going to love you mm-hmm. right so if that's a relationship with you know your family or a significant other mm-hmm. or like your fans like mm-hmm. if you're not feeling yourself now that's a fact. why are your fans not going to want to invest in you unless fact. you're like one of these weird sad emo rappers which is like a whole nother demographic of things that but just, even in that strange. i feel like you still you know you still love it because like if you didn't, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know? So, like, even in that point, like, you know what I'm saying? You might be sad and emo and everything, but, like, at the end of the day, you still love it, though. Like, you you love the love, you know? Because yeah. we all love love. Like, 
Like, I don't know. I don't know too many people that don't love like, you know, like that or that wouldn't want that wouldn't want, you know, attention. You know, like what you gonna do for it? Now that's that's where you know things may defer. But like, I think everyone would love attention, like or some level of it. You know. Yeah. Where do you think you know all of this social media is gonna go in the next? I mean, fuck. Well, I, you know, back in the day, I'd say in the next five years, but five years is like an eternity now. So I mean, just even saying like the next two years. Do you fuck with TikTok at all? You and all that uh, shit. I know a lot of a lot of people I'm, in the I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, hip hop world are starting to get into that. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting aware. You yeah, know <laughs> but it's like it's like I just don't have any interest. I think like there's this thing too where it's like I feel like I'm just reaching a part in my life just as an adult as I'm just getting older. Where like regardless of what's happening in the culture, there's things like that, like TikTok, that I just don't have the emotional energy to give any shit about, regardless of how popping it is. No, I feel it. I mean, I think like I said, like. It's gonna be kind of like a, like a brand in yourself. So like, in a few, after that, like very soon, I think everyone's just kind of kind of have their own channel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you just, I mean that's kind of what Instagram is. You know what I mean. But like everyone's just gonna have their because that, what that's what fans really want is really to just see what you do all day, like reality TV. So it's gonna just kind of be like, yo, this is your reality TV channel. I'm just gonna watch. You know what I mean? And you go watch who you want to watch throughout. You know what I'm saying? Do you fuck with your stories a lot? Do I fuck my stories a lot? Uh, I've been chilling because I've been like working, but you know, I'll definitely get on the story. Yeah, I'm bad at it. I'm bad at it. I just like, I'm the type of person that's like, when it comes to my art and my songs and shit, I don't want to be like, yo, in the studio, in the studio again. I just want to like, when I post something, I just want it to be the thing that I want people to see. Like, here's the fucking song. Here's the video. Here's the show. You know, mm-hmm. not this like work in progress stuff. because That's not helping anything. No, I feel you. I mean, I think it just that that just adds a level of excitement yeah. for people. People just you know? get obsessed with because, like, sometimes. when you when you work in like when you when people see you work and they know, like for example, like I said, like Kendrick's fans, like if with Kendrick drops a yo, I'm in the studio. There's a hundred and one thousand. Oh, yeah. you know, I mean, like yo, this is what he's doing, but he's not he's doing, doing it every day. You know, I just nah, wonder sometimes. But that's like, him though. Some people you know? like too much. I think some people just like it's like too much content. Like this, people just like posting shit to post shit, and it's just like I kind of wish. Everybody would back off that a little bit in a perfect world, according to me, <laughs> which that's just my opinion. Just back off from posting shit just to post it. That way, like everything that you're putting out to the world just has a little bit more meaning. No, I feel that. I mean, I think that comes back down to like if people are willing to watch, you know, then that, that's true, to too. Post. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah. it's like. It went, again, like it comes down to just, you know, who who you are type of like what's your what's your mo and what's your vibe you know like me personally like i can't post all the time because like i'm doing shit yeah you know what i mean and i i'm like terrible at remembering like oh let me pull my phone out and record this shit (laughs) that that's my thing too like if i'm doing something i'm doing it it always blows my mind whenever people i have some friends that are real good at keeping up with their stories and it's like no matter what we go somewhere and it's like the first thing that they do it's like before they think about walking in a door somewhere they're on their shit they're on their shit constantly it's like damn you got a good social media following but hanging out with you is a nightmare because mm-hmm. you're on your fucking phone the whole time no i feel that i feel that <laughs> i feel that i mean it I, like i said like it comes down to like who you like who you are because like for even like texting like i'm not i don't like texting like yeah. I don't I don't I don't, even, I don't even like calling people like I'm not a big phone person like I'm on my phone to do like fun shit you know what I'm saying like distract myself or something uh-huh. like, you know I mean? or business like but other than that like I'm not a huge like hey man how you what you doing <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah it's kind of 
it's a little weird getting into that stuff. Just like, what's up? And I like seeing people in person a lot more. Like, yeah, no, I think it's really important. I think that it's important for people to be able to like sit down and communicate with each other and get to know each other and just like be aware of what's going on around them in the city outside of social media. Cause you just get caught up in bubbles in there. I mean, it's a, the main reason I started doing this show to begin with, which is because it's like, I just wanted to start connecting with just creatives, musicians, artists, mm-hmm. chefs, whatever in the city and just get everybody together and try to build some sort of a community. Granted, it's still on the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nah, I feel you. I feel you. It's, it's still just trying to bring everybody together in a, in a, in a pond or a puddle or pool, whatever, whatever analogy nah, you want to use. You know what I mean? Just, and just like, connect some of those dots because you know you're talking about um there's this circle of people over here and there's this circle of people over here you know everybody has their own little circles i'm just kind of like trying to worm my way through all those circles and then connect all the dots in that way so it's just my thing that's like talking to people i feel you no i mean dude i enjoy this word (laughs) i enjoyed having you this is fun i appreciate it yeah we're gonna be wrapping up here in a minute but um before we go, I think it's obviously important for people to know where they can find you online. I'll have the links mm. and everything like that. But for people that are too lazy to click the fucking description, because you'd yeah. be surprised how lazy people <laughs> are. Or maybe you wouldn't. But uh, where can people find you? Uh, shit. All my social media handles are at Nomstradamus. And that's N-A-1-A-M Stradamus. I ain't gonna spell it now. Cause <laughs> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. And you have the Heatwave project that's available now. Is mm-hmm. that on Spotify, that's on Apple, everything. everything, the whole the whole shebang? Everything. And you had the next one's gonna be bubble coat season. Yes, sir. That's gonna be late February. That's dropping. Yes, sir. And uh, maybe there'll be some shows and performances. Definitely around that. Definitely gonna be. Just link up. Now, with there's you. one on in February. Like I think what is it, the fourth. Oh yeah, or the 29th? Okay. ninth. Okay, that's go. the exact opposite of the fourth. <laughs> but all right. Duh. <laughs> Uh, cool. So late February, you got a show, you got a project drop, and this will be up. This is, like I said, February 4th is when this is going up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, until then, you know, be sure to no, check out non stuff, look them up this. on the internet, and uh, I'm going to keep an eye out for that bubble coat season. I'm excited to hear no, it. Definitely. It's gonna be so fire. I'm going to do my outro, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. Cool. I bet that. Cool. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. One more time, Nam, thank you for being here. I really appreciate yes, sir. it. Yes, ain't no I'll, problem. I appreciate it, too. <laughs> I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat 2020. Woo, woo. Thanks for listening. And we are done. Whew. That was fun. Yeah, man. That was I great. Enjoyed that. Thank you, man.